Here's a disclaimer before we begin our episode. This podcast contains adult language. I'm super malabla and I will not apologize for it. So listener discretion is advised. Your favorite Italian food? Oh, of all the foods? Fuck yeah, Italian food. Yeah, pasta. I could literally have sex with pasta. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Como Se Dice. I am one of your hosts, Maggie. I am two of your hosts, Gina. (laughs) And welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for returning. Uh, We have another wonderful episode for you all today. Uh, Before we get into it, let's, it's been a minute, so let's talk about some Tim Scuffs. Oh my God, yes. Let's do that. So what has been scuffing you? Yo, I, well, I have a double scuff today. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know how like Spider-Man has spidey senses mm-hmm. and he can just sense when shit's coming. I believe that every human being, they have a, an X sense. Like you as a person, you can sense when your ex is doing good, living life, you know, smiling, glowing, thriving. And I believe that <laughs> I believe that like when some people sense that their ex is doing well, they're just like, mm, you know what I should do? Message them and fuck up their whole mood. So like mm. for some reason in the last, I want to say like two or three weeks, I've had two of my exes just hit me up with, you know, their versions of, you know, you up. I'm like, <laughs> wow, what, what is this? Um, two of them? I only know this one person. Yeah, so the it's because the second one was so fucking random. It was just like, oh, what is this? Yeah, the first one was hit me up on that G chat and was just oh, yeah. like, "What's up? Hope you're well." I'm like, "Wow, well, yeah, I am. Thank yeah, you. quite well." And then the second, the second one was funny because the second one I got a missed phone call at literally six o'clock in the morning. What? Anybody? Yeah, yeah. Anybody who knows me knows that I don't operate on those times. That's not that's not what I'm around. <laughs> so I didn't recognize the number, so I text the number and I'm like, "Hi, who is this?" And they're like, "Oh, it's Manana, X number seven." I'm like, "Okay, did something happen? Why did you call me at six o'clock in the morning?" And he's trying to be funny. He's like, "Oh, are you not up at that time?" What? What day was this like a, during the week or on a yeah, weekend? Yeah, no, it was during the week. What? Yeah, and I'm not like you. I don't go to the gym at five in the morning, so no, I'm not up at six. <laughs> but who like, decides to like call their ex at six o'clock in the morning I on a week? No idea because I I questioned this whole method and I'm like, why? And after he made his joke about being awake, he was just like, I honestly just wanted to see if this number still worked. What? So this motherfucker at six in the morning and calling you just to see if your number works? Yeah. Dead ass. And I'm like, okay, it does. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. That was like a week ago. What? Yeah. That is I mean, this is like pretty funny, but also like maybe one of the stupidest, dumbest things I've heard in a while. Yeah. Yeah. That wow. I was, I was like, what what's happening to me? What what energy have I put out? What planets are in my houses that this fucking happened? It, it's been a strange, uh, stranger things on my phone. I think it's also, it's funny that you even texted that number and was like, who is this? Because I would have just been like, don't know it. Goodbye. And like never would have followed up. Oh, uh, you know what? I switched phones not too long ago. So I assumed it was, like, someone who I had their number, but, like, when I was transferring my shit from one phone to the next, it was really, it got messed up when I was doing it. So I figured I probably lost some people. Um, mm, okay. So I assumed it was, like, someone that I knew. And then, you know, with the business we used to work in, you and me, we had to hand out our phone numbers like it was candy. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I feel like there's a gajillion people that just have my phone number who I knew at some point. But because it was a job, I deleted it. So I thought it was one of those. But no, it wasn't. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. Yeah. And I didn't recognize the area code. So I was like, this definitely must be important. Someone from a different area code is trying to call me at six in the morning. False. False. So false. <laughs> well, my scuff is like a... 
maybe like a PSA scuff, I want to say. Recently, I feel like, so like new cycles and like, you know, we work in, in media. So we're just like always connected. You know what I mean? Like we're always in it. And just, I think as everyone knows, like the world is on fire. Yes, it is. So just like going through the like cycles of news and stuff like that and like reproductive rights and like immigrant camps and like the fucking earth is on fire because of like global warming and like all this stuff is just, it's like one day is this, one day is that. Then it's like, we don't hear about this for like a a month, a week or whatever. And it's like, boom, something new happens and it's like all over for the next like 24 hours. You're just going to hear nothing about this shit. And it's just like, so I feel this is the PSA part. I feel like we all need to sometimes have a little self-care and just step away Uh. from being connected and whatever. And just, and I've learned now that like, I get so fucking infuriated or pissed or like sad or just like, depressed that I'm like what are we gonna do about this like there's no hope in sight you know that I have to unplug from like the media overload and just kind of like be in a cave for like a day or two and I'm like don't no one send me any fucking articles like I'm gonna try to avoid being online as much as possible I'm not gonna listen to the news like don't even send me a goddamn meme because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> like I need to just like be with myself and just kind of like disconnect from like the shit show that is this administration and then just like the ripples of it all. So I'm obviously scuffed about the issues that I rattled off quickly, but um yeah, PSA, love yourself. <laughs> just kind of turn your phone off. Don't be on Twitter. Um that's my shit for today. <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. I feel like that's just an everyday, all the time fucking scuff. Right. And I think it's just like, I mean, this is like a whole other probably episode, but because it's like constant bombardment and then because this administration is so fucking radical in the shit that they do and they've gotten away with that like, I feel like we've become like desensitized a little bit, which Mm -hmm. isn't good, you know, because we should be in an uproar, but you're literally would be in an uproar about everything. And that's like physically impossible. So I guess like you choose your battles but i don't know it it takes so much energy to be mad about all the stuff that i know i should be mad about and i don't know i'm also in the spot where it's just like okay i'm gonna pick and choose what it is i'm gonna be upset about and the stuff that i just kind of have to let roll so i can conserve energy for like the bigger fights that are gonna be happening in this fucking country now i'm looking back and i'm like damn should i have been a lawyer or some shit or i don't know Social. I mean, shout out to lawyers, social workers, nonprofit people, everybody doing their part to kind of just help in this in this madness right now. But let's let's move on to our to our episode today. What's our topic? Oh, our topic is something that everyone has to deal with, unfortunately, and that topic is adulthood. Dun dun dun. Mm. My sound effect. Adulting is hard. Adulting is fucking hard and I don't I don't wanna do it anymore. <laughs> I quit I quit being an adult. I quit adulting. Yeah. So yeah, we're just gonna just gonna tackle everything about being an adult and we're gonna tell everybody the right way to do it. JK. Because <laughs> we figured it out so Fuck well. Yeah. um i think it's funny that like within like the latino culture you know especially for girls um you know like you're a woman Mm -hmm. now you know when you're cancer or whatever and all this stuff and i just like remember back like thinking about this episode and like what we were gonna talk about just like how how dumb i was when i was 15 oh my god (laughs) how much i was not a woman and like not you know and obviously these are like cultural rites of passage the same with like jewish people who have bar mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs and stuff like that at 13 um but yeah i guess it's just kind of like mentally prepping you to be like hey stop being on your shit and let's get going but i feel like i don't know it didn't really work (laughs) i'm still on my shit well into my yeah i mean did you have a kid size i didn't i didn't have one because i didn't want one and i think my parents were like dodge that bullet yeah dodge that fucking money pit <laughs> oh well uh speaking of money pits <laughs> <laughs> i didn't do a quince's um i did a sweet 16 
because that was what we did. We did 16 instead of 15. Me having a sweet 16 was so... I Did I enjoy it? Sure. Was it the most unnecessary thing ever? Yes. Um, it was so unnecessary. Like, And we did the whole thing. We did the shoes. We did the crown. We There was a big chair involved. My mom, my mom, you know, she's a minister, so she has a lot of ministry friends, and so we had a different minister kind of do like the blessing, and she's in the middle of praying for me and my womanhood, and she called me Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the story of your life, That's man. The story of my fucking life. People don't know my name. Did she did fucking? set you on your path for adulthood because yeah. nobody fucking gets your name right no. ever and there you go she started it off she kicked yeah. it off that was the beginning and what kills it is that like it wasn't like the minister was a stranger to me i'd known this woman for years not for the number but like for for years i knew her and like i was pretty certain that i knew her name she knew my name you know and she yeah but you know you just have like one of those faces you have a Sharon face I guess I I don't fucking know but yeah I did that and like you know I so technically like on my mom's side I'm an only child but my papa was a rolling stone so he had other children Mm. and I don't know what possessed me but I was like this sweet 16 is the perfect moment to bring together my sibling I have never been so wrong in my life. I have never been so wrong. It was Mm. so bad. Because, like, you know, you do, at the Sweet Sixteens and the King says, you do the father-daughter dance. But my, Mm -hmm. my, my dad's dead. So I wanted to do something real cutesy. I wanted to do half of the dance with my mother and then do the other half with my oldest brother, who looks very much like my father. And I'm like, this will be beautiful. The problem is my oldest brother cannot dance at all. I mean, you can just like sway side to side. Or you know, you, you would think, right? You would fucking think a person could just sway side to side. It was so bad. It was so bad that I kind of just had to stop moving and pretend to cry very hard, which is exactly what I did. You pretended to cry really hard to stop dancing with him? Yes, I did. What? Mm-hmm. True confessions of a sweet 16. what and then what happened like did the music stop and everyone was just like i we just kind of rode the wave there and we just made it seem like we were just hugging and having a moment with each other we just rode the wave until the song ended and you're just like whisper to him you're like you're the fucking worst no i didn't say anything i did not say anything (laughs) yeah to this day people think that i was sobbing and having an emotional breakdown and i'm like no i'm just embarrassed wow this is in never in my life would this occur to me to do this yeah you really are a different kind of bird (laughs) yeah i i didn't know another way out of it (laughs) when in doubt everybody just cry and it'll go away when in doubt cry it out (laughs) perfect that's it yeah tagline tm we're done we should be basically right now yeah that was my um that was my my doorway into adulthood i guess in our community was the music scene it really set me up it really set me up to just spend a lot of time crying (laughs) um i never really thought of like adulthood i guess like when you're a teenager you're you're like oh you think about like going to college and then like what it would be like you know you try to i guess like imagine what the future holds for you and then like I guess also based off of like the adults in your life or whatever so I thought maybe like I would feel like adulty and grown when I went to college I went away to college I didn't like live at home or anything and obviously that like teaches you shit because you're away from home and you have to make new friends and now you're basically like in charge of yourself like when you go to class if you go to class like do you have a job or not like stuff like that which I think is really good for kids to go away to school um like you're you know set up for that kind of shit I know some kids have like failed out because they just couldn't handle like not being supervised but um 
my parents never really, you know, they were like, you have a curfew, you have, you know, where are you going? Stuff like that when I was in high school, but they pretty much like trusted me. And then when I went away to college, like when I would come home for like winter break or summer break or whatever, like my parents didn't like give a shit anymore. (laughs) They were just like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out with so-and-so. And they're like, all right, bye. And they, and that was like the end of that. There was like no curfew. There was no like, where are you going? Yeah, I guess my parents just were like, you're grown now. So now you handle your own stuff. And I guess that's how I was brought into adulthood. Um, Damn, Maisha was so different than that. I think my mom and I had a really hard time transitioning from like, I am the child to I am an adult. And definitely during college is not when that shit happened. So yeah, I went away to college too. And I think that was really tough for her. And then I would come back for the breaks and shit. And just the transition. Uh, for me, the transition was hard because I'm up at school and like, I'm just doing whatever I want. I come and go whatever time I want. And then I came back home and my mom's like, okay, these are the rules. I'm like, what? Rules? What? <laughs> so we bumped head. I think the first summer I was home back from school we bumped heads so much on like rules and shit because you know i'm out at my school my school's in the middle of a fucking forest there's a gigantic lake so it's just a place where like if you're out walking at 3 a.m likely nothing's gonna happen to you unless you trip into the lake and drown which you know could have happened could have happened to me i don't know how to swim um, but then I got back home and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to a party that starts at 10 and I will be home when I get home. And she's like, Ooh, bitch, you thought, and it was just, a <laughs> you thought it was a constant struggle between me and her of like me wanting to be out and be social and her being like, this is mm-hmm. not a safe enough environment in which you can do that. So it was a lot of that. And just like, I don't know, it was just so much growing pains. Because, you know, I wasn't a full-fledged adult, obviously, because I'm still living in her house. Um, but I wasn't a child mm-hmm. either. So it's like a weird in-between spot. I think it's, um, I want to bring up this thing where I heard on Amanda Seals' podcast about, I think, what is it her? Small Doses. Again? Small Doses, yeah. Um, so she has an episode where it's like side effects of like, being an adult or something like that or like being grown or something but she basically like dropped some gems in her (laughs) vocabulary um she dropped some gems where she kind of like differentiates what being an adult or like adulting is versus what is being grown and that shit hit me to my core it hit me um she's like you know you can go you can be an adult you can adult you can Uh, go to work every day you can have money in your bank account you know you can pay your bills like all that shit you know adult stuff but to be grown is something kind of like separate from that when you think of being grown she put this metaphor of like a tree and how a tree has roots like in the ground and how that tree grows and flourishes and kind of is really like stable and like cemented where it is because of the roots that it has in the soil um and I was like oh my god Mm. it like shook me (laughs) honestly I recommend everybody who listened to that episode um but I was like yeah I guess like you can you know do all these things you know you can have credit cards and you can go on vacation and you can like do all this shit and like go to work and whatever and that's fine but like are you grown though and I guess that's more of like a mental and an emotional yeah. thing, um, which I I think it resonated to me because I, what, how old am I now? I'm going to be 32 soon and I still don't feel grown. I don't feel like an adult. Really? Yeah, no. And I think that's like maybe something I should discuss with a therapist, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like adulty. I don't definitely don't feel like grown quote-unquote um I mean obviously like I like everything she said like I go to work I pay my bills you know like I'm no longer on mom and dad's scholarship um I've been living with my boyfriend for like five or six years now um I live away from home I don't know like I'm just like a grown like an adult right but I I don't feel that way like I literally like it's like yesterday that I graduated like grad school it was just yesterday I was like 22 years old in my mind. 
Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> Sorry, you know, you know what it makes you know why I'm getting like uh is because you said 22 and the the first ex that hit me up, we had all our shit when I was 22. Um, so I, I just got transported real quick right now today. Do you feel like a grown up? Do you feel that way? Um, no. Like, do I feel if we're using Amanda Seals uh, dictionary? Do I feel grown? Yeah. Am I an adult with like roots? No. No, I'm definitely not like an adult with roots. Oh, but the, but so you flipped it now. So you feel like an adult, but like you don't feel grown with roots. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. That. I feel like an adult. I'm checking the adult boxes. Yeah. Um, but like my roots are just so not non-existent. I don't have fucking roots. I pay my bills. I, I live with somebody. I'm going to marry that person sooner than later. Um, And it's just like the boxes are checked. Yeah. So I don't feel like I'm there. Wherever that spot is that one's mind has to be for grownness and roots and all that shit, I don't know. I'm just mentally not there yet. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think that, like, I have a younger sister, and she has friends now that are married and are having children already. And she's, you know, they're younger than I am. And I'm just like, what? Like, you guys are kids still. And then my mom or my dad are like, what do you want from them? They're like 28 years old. Like, when should they start having children and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, a side of me is like horrified. And then another side of me, I'm like, oh, I guess that's right. Like, by the time my mom was my age, she had two children and a fucking house. Jesus. And I'm nowhere near that. Wow. No, me neither. <laughs> nowhere fucking you near You know what's that. crazy, though, is that some of my friends who are not far ahead of me in age are getting to that point. And it's just like, what the fuck is happening? We used to sleep on the yeah. floor of each other's apartments and road trip for parties. Yeah. And now it's like, my one friend bought a house, is married, is expecting her first child, is a college professor. And I'm just like, what the fuck is that? What are you doing, Tanya? Yeah. I, I mean, shout out to Tanya for like thriving right oh, now. Yeah. But like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing, Tanya? Yeah. And why? Why are you doing it? Like you're, how old is she? <laughs> I'm 27. So she's, she's either 27 or 28. And just like life on track. And I'm like, what, what, what is what? I mean, yeah. And when I was 27, I was just like. Not like super comiendo mierda, but like I was just like not in a stable place. Like I was, I mean, I think it also had to do with like the industry that we used to work in. But um, yeah, it was just, there were 100% no roots. I was like, didn't even have a fucking seed in the ground. Yeah, no. So I wonder if this is like across the board thing, like a thing for, I guess it would be considered millennial. So I wonder if this is like a millennial phenomenon or something of not yet being like being adults, but yet not yet being super grown yeah. since we were like, remember like years ago when they were like kids, like millennials now are living at home longer than past generations because of like debt or because they couldn't find it. It was like a recession. Yeah. They couldn't find jobs, stuff like that. Like, I wonder if, Things like that of like in the outside world have kind of stunted our growth because our parents were much more far ahead of us than we are now. Yeah, I I think so. By this point in my mom's life, I was four years old. Oh my God. Yeah, so she had me already. She was working. Um, if I'm four, she was already married to my dad. So like, you know, she had like a life life. She had her life, and then she had my life that she had to deal with. So she had two lives. Yeah. And, like, when I think about maybe it's time for me to, like, start planning my ovulation calendar to get pregnant, it freaks me out so much. The, the yeah. concept of it. And, like, a friend of mine just literally popped out a baby, I want to say, two weeks ago. Yeah, he turned two weeks, like, yesterday. The kid. And... You know, I, I want to ask all of these questions to her about it, but I also don't want to come off stupid because I have just the most basic questions about the whole experience of pushing that baby out. I mean, I would even, I don't know. 
well also like if I think about like my group of friends and stuff like no one has babies I have an acquaintance that just had a baby this year and none of my friends are any of my friends married no none of my friends are married so I think we're just like we're the generation of like we live together but we don't marry or like I think also living in the city like living in New York kind of does that like you see a lot of people we we, they live together but they're not married or they're married but they don't have children until like way later in life I just I don't have any and I didn't grow up with babies because all my cousins and whatever were all like around the same age so I have like zero knowledge of children and babies so I would have all the questions I'm like okay so when you got pregnant what happened first and like note taking (laughs) like I don't have any kind of sense of like like what happens when you're pregnant in any of the trimesters and then like what happens when you start giving birth and then after the birth yeah the only reason I know she because I watch like stand-ups from like Ali Wong who like goes in (laughs) detail about her like post-pregnancy like what happens to your vagina yeah (laughs) the the thing is like Yeah, you can hear people be like, okay, this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. But what I want, and this is going to sound weird, so brace. What I want more than anything is for one of my friends who has, like, recently given birth, because there's a few of them who are about to and then have given birth already. I would like nothing more if they would just let me look at their vaginas. Really? You want to look at it? I want to look at it. And I know that's strange and it's not in like, it's not in a perverted way. I'm just, it's a science thing. I am so curious as to what the situation looks like after you've pushed a baby out, after you've had like episiotomy, after the whole train has come out of the tunnel, what's going on down there? I'm so curious. I feel like, well, at least with the episiotomy and stuff, like you could see it from outside or whatever but like you would really need to get like gynecological to see what exactly like the vaginal cavity looks like like obviously I'm not a doctor so I'm not gonna go digging around it's just like can you sit down open it up and can I look and just see what (laughs) what's what's in for me like is your friend still wearing those like mom diapers that they give you after you give birth? I think she might be because it's been two weeks, but like she also seems like she's moving about a lot. And I was under the impression that you kind of didn't move around that much after because her birth was vaginal. So I don't know. It's many questions. I also have so many questions about breastfeeding. Like when do you, when does that? I happen? think it happens right right away. Yeah, but like so, but isn't it like is it already? Like, when does the milk come? <laughs> when does it happen? Like, is it just like, does the body know? Like, okay, we're like 10 days out. Let's start no, making yeah. some I think, shit. Let's start I think packing. you start milk production, like, during the, pre- I don't know when, but during the pregnancy, you start milk production. Because when, what I do know is that once the, the kid's out um, and they're, like, cleaned and it's time for them to eat, they try when you're still in the hospital after giving birth to have the baby latch onto you and feed that way. And the, the nurse kind of like walks you through breastfeeding. And I know this because I had a friend who gave birth in high school and I was, I was there for most of it. So the milk's there ahead of schedule. <laughs> um, but then like they, they really should. I would go to that class right now. Yeah. Oh my God. Also just like, have you heard of people talking about their pregnancy hair? Yeah. Oh, our boss has spoken about that. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait, what happens to your hair? Like, apparently, like, hair can change. I don't know. Something happens to your head of hair or some shit. I know that my mom, she told me with when she was pregnant with me, her foot grew a half a size permanently. What? Gina. I've never heard of that. Imagine that your shoes don't fit anymore. None of your fucking shoes fit anymore. Because your pregnancy has made grow isn't that the most insane fucking i've never heard of that this is the first this is brand new information wow (laughs) yes yeah so things to look forward to when you feel grown no thank you um (laughs) anyway (laughs) another thing so since we both are not rooted but we're still like adulting um, I mean, yeah, we're still like living life. Yeah, we're still, we're still, we're still aging. What we're doing is aging. 
Um, <laughs> I wanted us to talk about like moments we've felt like we reached peak adulthood in like certain aspects of life. Because you know, every there's always these memes and shit that are like, oh, you know, you're an adult when blah 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 blah. My favorite one is, you know, you're an adult when you understand that alcohol and coffee are not adult drinks. Water is the adult drink. Oh, shit. I have never heard that one. I, yo, you know, that hits me hard as a person who's dehydrated. That hits me so hard. Cause like, that's why I know I don't got roots because I do not drink enough water to sustain myself. Mm, gotta get on that. Gotta fix that. Oh, uh, and well, I'm drinking a coffee right now. So I'm <laughs> not so on it. it. Um, okay. So what was, what is one of your peak adult moments in like the realm of finance? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that as a general, as a, I, I guess, like, as I'm aging, as you say, um, I have become more and more scared and worrisome of like credit, having credit, having good credit, shit like that, essentially. And, um, I think peak, peak adulthood would is a trauma for me oh because, my God. because, in a sense, because. It's when I found out that after I graduated college and it was time, you know, to get a job and it's like, okay, now you got to pay off your student loans, like figuring, being like thrusted into that world and figuring it out. And then just like every time you called you like the lender, it would be like new pieces of information that you're like, I wish fucking somebody would have told me this or taught me this before I went down the path of student loans is a really big thing. And this is something that I'm stuck with literally for the next 20 years of my life. I will not pay off my student loans until I'm well into my 50s. So um, yeah, compounded interest. If you don't know what the fuck that means, look it up. Um, and just know that universities, colleges do not have your best interests at heart when they're, they're giving out financial aid, quote unquote, and they're like, oh, you can take out this student loan for this amount of money. And, you know, that's bullshit. And I kind of learned that whole world and the fucking complete bullshit that it is the hard way. And now I just have to kind of like live with it and deal with it. But that was my first and that was something that my parents couldn't help me with because my parents don't don't know shit about like student loans or whatever. And even though my mom's a banker, she's like, you know, we don't do these kind of loans. And these are like these loans are like not like any other kind of loans, like a like a mortgage or like a car loan or whatever. They operate on a completely different level. It's like a different universe. And so I just basically had to figure it out and it fucking sucks. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. It wasn't even so. You would think like, oh, my first credit card, no. or, you know, something like that. You're like, no, no. It was my first student loan payment, and I was like, wait, you want how much? No, I can't. You want give you what? <laughs> I don't have that. Yeah, I think my peak. Ad- I mean, I'm in the same student loan boat. Out of the three student loans I have, I've paid one, and. Good congratulations. Honestly, that's like so. I, I only remembered that that happened because you know how Facebook they show you like old posts that you've post. No, you don't know. You're not on Facebook. Facebook shows you old things that you posted like on this day, blah years ago. And I saw that post and I'm like, oh my god, I forgot this happened. Um, wow. Because you know I'm so in debt that it doesn't even matter that I paid one off. Um, I think my peak finance adult moment was when I started looking for venues for my wedding because Mm. I you know this right now up to this point in my life this wedding will be the most expensive purchase I ever make um yes so like I was just going to these places and they're just they're talking to me about numbers and money and this and that and how many people you're expecting and what's your plan and what's this and what's that and at some point, I really just wanted to, because my mom came with me to the venues, and I just wanted to turn and be like, Mommy, Mom, Mom, what's the answers? Mom, <laughs> decide, Mom. And she, she, right. Yeah. And this is coming from a person that is like a planner. Like, you're a planner. Yeah. I fucking plan to plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just was like, wow, this is next fucking level. And then the day we, fit, we the day we decided on what spot we wanted to do it at, I was like, wow, I'm 
I'm literally about to give this man X thousand dollars to secure this location for this event. Mm-hmm. And like, it's my event. Like I'm planning this event. And that was like, whoa. Yeah, it's my money and it's my planning. And I'm just like, holy shit. It's real right now. Like oh. I've, I've reached a new level. Yeah, you've leveled up. <laughs> I've leveled up. Yeah, I got the mushroom. Wow. And you will get to enjoy all of that. Yes. Okay, so I guess this is like a really good transition because you're talking about planning your wedding. So in terms of adult peak moments, relationships could be considered one, like romantic relationships or I don't know, I guess everybody has different, you know, maybe family relationships, etc. But what is your in this kind of like category what was your your moment oh yeah so like I always thought my moment would be when we decided to get married because that was a whole that was a whole situation between us for a while so I always thought like when he proposed that would be the moment um Mm -hmm. which was a fantastic moment but like our peak adult my peak adult moment in this relationship came I think like a couple of days ago we were just like chilling sitting on the couch (laughs) And I don't know what we were watching, but I looked at him and I'm like, yo, you know, sometimes I just think about how much I want to punch you in the face repeatedly. And he looks at me and smiles and he's just like, sometimes I think about how much I want to strangle you. What? And I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, wow. And then you're like, love you. Yeah. I was like, that's so, because that's just so, that's the realness of relationships when I was younger, I feel like I just imagined marriage relationships to be like, everybody's happy all the time. And if you're not happy, it's because you're getting divorced. And then I'm in this relationship and I'm just like, wow, no, I'm not happy all the time. But this is the person I choose to be angry with when I want to be angry or when I am angry. Like, yeah. I, we, back when we had all the issues, I always told myself, I was like, this is the person I'd rather fight and be upset with than to find someone new. So yeah, us admitting... Yeah, like I want to kill you is peak adult. I think it's also like a thing of just letting you know that to be in a relationship, to be in a marriage, whatever, it's fucking work, yo. Mm-hmm. Every day is a work day. Yeah, literally. Like you just, you have to choose that relationship every day over and over again. You have to choose it as opposed to just like, yeah, I'm just in it and I'm going to see where this shit goes. It's like, no, you got to decide. You gotta wake up in the morning and decide that that's your person, and then you're gonna make it work for that day and you start all over again. <laughs> who's who's dropping gems now? We've talked about working and how we both have had crazy work experience and work lives and all of this shit now, um, or like I guess like throughout our podcast life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe getting your first job or or like getting a job that you're like in your mind you're like I always wanted to make x amount of money and then now I make it I feel like that's some way that people can gauge like how they've reached like adulthood or whatever I feel like I worked really hard to get where I am in terms of clawing my way through some bullshit um and like working my way up and even when I was like working my way up and getting like promotions and stuff I never was like oh I feel like a doll or I feel like whatever I think it's only kind of I guess like in this situation it's only kind of like adulty I feel when I now that I mean I don't make a lot of money I would say especially not for like New York or whatever but being in the position where I have an like elderly grandparents and now I can budget myself to be able to take care of myself right pay my rent pay my bills but then also like tell my mom to be like I'm gonna help out with abuelo Uh which happened this year like my grandfather is a hundred years old and um he he's like still kicking he's like still like living life but obviously 100 years old is 100 years old and he kind of needs like 24-hour care in the sense that like he needs kind of like a babysitter and they were you know your family makes do right like Latinos aren't ones to 
put people in nursing homes or whatever. Um, So, and also he like, you know, like viejitos get confused when you like move them out of their element and it kind of just like makes things worse. And you hear people being like, oh, we moved them and then they, they like a turn for the worse and then they died and like stuff like that. So my aunt and my mom were always like, you know, this is your home. Like we're going to, and he was really worried when my grandmother passed away that he was going to be sent to a home. And they assured him, like his daughters assured him, like, no, this is your home. You're, you're going to always stay in your home, stuff like that. So they had brought, you know, like a lady to stay Monday through Friday. But then we're like, okay, during the weekends, like my aunt would take him or whatever. And it's it kind of became recently, like within this year that we're like, you know, he really gets like anxious when he's out of the house and, you know, like things that you have to, that just come with being old and taking care of like an elderly parent. So they're like, we need to find somebody to cover the weekends too. Cause it's better for him. And it's better just like for everybody's like life in general. And so I came up, like I talked to my sister and I was like, we need to do something and we need to help, you know, mom and our aunt or whatever and do this. And so now like we contribute to the care of our grandfather because like, you know, we have to. You know, like if I can't go and buy these pairs of shoes or if I can't go out and do whatever because I have to save this money to give to my aunt for whatever, like to me that that's like a maturity thing. That's like an adult thing where I take care of you now because you used to wipe my ass when I was little. <laughs> that's beautiful. The ass wiping part. <laughs> well, I mean. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think it's just like, you know, I mean, I guess if to relate it back to work it's like you earn enough money that you can to help someone else yeah correct and not just be selfish about it i don't want to say my peak moment now because now it sounds childish compared to what you said no that's everyone has a different thing say it i mean in my defense my grandparents are dead so that's not happening you don't have to fucking justify anything this is like um (laughs) It's a, this is a free judgment zone, okay? Oh, fine. It's not. You're so judgy. <laughs> um, you're just judgy off the air. <laughs> no, bitch. I, I won't judge you on the air. My peak moment was on this job when I wrote that thing that, like, broke 100,000 clicks. Hell, hell yeah, girl. Yeah. That, I'm so proud of you for doing that. Oh, man. I was feeling myself. As you should, as you should fucking feel yourself. Like you worked hard, you got a degree in this thing, and then Uh you went out and fucking did that thing, and that thing was successful. Like, what the fuck? Like, why wouldn't you feel like solidified in all of your hard work and effort and time and all this shit? I don't know why you would think that that's like silly. That's like, I don't know. Great. I don't know. (laughs) You're being dumb right now. That was really good of you. (laughs) <laughs> stop being so stupid you made a success yeah stop being so dumb you were really great <laughs> all right anyway um do you have a peak i feel like you and i are kind of like anti-social people have you had a mm-hmm. peak peak adult social life moment um i would say not like a social life moment but i would say that like i used to be I mean, I still am. I'm, like, pretty shy. But I used to be, like, insanely shy. Like, I remember when I was little and before the internet or before, like, you could order things on the internet, my parents would be, like, "Order, let's order some pizza. And I'd be, like, yeah, order some pizza. And they'd be, like, you call and order the pizza. And I'd be, like, no. And then they're, like, well, we're not eating. And I was, like, well, then we're not eating. Because I was so – I don't know why I was, like, so embarrassed to, like, call – this place I don't even I it doesn't even make sense now to describe it but I used to be like that shy and that kind of like introverted and I think that over time especially working in the business that we used to work in and the industry we used to work in really kind of like like let go of like my pendejanes <laughs> and like thrusted me and made me like you need to fucking do this or else like you're gonna fail you're gonna sink so go and now I feel like pretty good like when I meet people talking to them like 
with some kind of confidence, you know, shit like that, where before I would have never thought that I could um, to do that because I was just like, don't look at me, don't talk to me, like, ah. And I mean, I still like get like super nervous, like having to speak in like a meeting or like doing a presentation or whatever, but um, it's like nothing compared to how I used to pee. It's, it was, it's like strides, honestly. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Hence, I'm fucking do. I would never fucking have done this fucking podcast like ever in my life before. You're so developed now. Um, and in terms of like life, life, I think more and more within the last like couple years, I feel like when I go home to visit, you know, Christmas or whatever, um, I just like look at my family members. I look at my parents, and I'm just like, and myself, like how I feel and stuff. And I'm like, damn, we're all getting fucking old. Like, we're aging. We're all old. Like, things my parents used to do, they can't do anymore. It's like, you know, stuff like that. And I have, I've had this conversation with my sister. And I'm like, mom and dad are like the children now. And we are the parents. Oh and we need to yes. take care of them. And, and we need to, like, tell them what to do. And, like, and it's kind of weird. But, like, they listen. They listen like kids now. Where I'm like where before I would tell my dad something and he'd be like fuck off like now I'm like you can't fucking do this like this is what you have to do and like let me show you how to do this and he'd be like he'd be like he's like oh okay I'm like oh my god he's listening they're like rowdy teenagers they're like one day they don't listen and the next day they like they're listening and you have to like and like you know be like I'm here ground your ass <laughs> if you don't fucking do what I say and then they're just like oh and then they do it and I'm like wow <laughs> This is insane, but it's really crazy how the roles kind of like slowly but surely like reverse. It is. I don't know if you have this like your mom or oh, something. Oh yeah, my mom is definitely. There's some days where I'm like, this is my teenage daughter. Yeah, there's definitely some days where I feel like my mom is just has become my child. Um, and sometimes it's frustrating shit. Like, mom, I need you to get this together. You know, and then other times it's like real yeah. small stuff, like explaining to her shit that's going on yeah oh yeah yeah like sometimes explaining to her like political shit or social justice shit um it's like yeah it's like i'm talking to a teenager oh god i remember this one time we had this i don't even know what brought it on um i think it's because she knew someone from years ago and she found out that they had transitioned uh from male to female and she like didn't Mm -hmm. understand it so she was just asking me all these mm-hmm. questions, and I'm, like, trying to explain it. You, you've met my mom. She just – everything's a joke. So she wasn't being serious. And I'm like, listen, I'm not going to I'm not gonna explain it to you if you're not going to take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most parental yeah. thing to say. And she's not- just like, oh, my God, you're no fun. And I'm like, well, Mom, this is someone's life we're talking about. Meanwhile, I don't know this person, and neither of us interacts with her anymore. But, you know, I was just like, you need to take this seriously because if every day comes where you both are in the same room, da 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 you need to be on point and not offensive. <laughs> One day, you're going to be confronted and you're not going to know what to do. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's come a long way. Now she watches Pose, so that, that helps. Yeah, I mean, I think also like what we talked about in one of our episodes, Representation, representation matters not only for the people that it's representing but also for those who don't really understand yeah. that yeah, group of absolutely. people so and also if you haven't fucking listened to that podcast episode go fucking listen to it oh yeah also pose is just a great show in general yes just like this one just like this show pose is a great show <laughs> i feel like we're really we're really ahead of the game in our lives. <laughs> are we <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Let's pretend we yeah, are. Yeah, let's let's be at peace with where we are right now, <laughs> and continue this journey. Since we're at peace, yeah. What's your um? What's your flor of the week? Shit. Um, I don't. I don't have one. <laughs> um, the time in which we are recording this is the Fourth of July long weekend. So I am just having a really nice time. Yesterday, I literally 
did nothing all day and it was so great I watched so much tv I catched up on my shows it was really wonderful so I'm just like really looking forward to just being like relaxed doing what I want not being like rushed which I feel most of the time because it's like there's not enough weekend to weekend um so yeah I'm just looking forward to like relaxing what do you what's your flood Oh, my ignored is that, so, you know, like you said, it's, uh, we're in July right now, so I have um, one of my best friends, who was my first ever roommate in college, she is getting married this year, what, what? so her bridal shot, yeah, what, what, shout out to Mary, Mary does our cover art, oh yeah, Mary, Mary, what's up, <laughs> she is getting married in September, yeah, September, she's getting married in September, but this month is her bridal shower. Mm-hmm. So um, my mama and I are going up to upstate New York to shower my girl and see her. I haven't seen her since December of last year when she came for my engagement. So it's been a minute. Wow. Yeah, it's been a hot ass minute. So that's my front. I'm really excited. All of my other white friends from college will be there. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I'm gonna have a white girl weekend. Oh, right. Okay. I, I love it. My voice gets real high pitched and I'm excited about everything. <laughs> I'm yelling and I don't care about seasoning. It's great. It's gonna be so wonderful. Good for Mary. Shout out to Mary. Shout out to Mary and the whole college crew that's getting together to celebrate her. Super cute. Um, okay, well. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in again for another episode of Como Se Dice. Um, Please share your adulting stories with us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Como Se Dice Podcast. Um, And we are going to be doing another episode pretty soon. Do we have a – do we know what we're doing for that yet? I think we're doing machismo. Oh, okay. So – it's gonna be a lot of hot takes. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a battle royale. It's <laughs> really is. It's probably gonna get real fucking messy. So <laughs> keep an eye out for that in the next uh, coming weeks. And thanks again for listening. And um, yeah, hit us up on the socials, and we'll see you another time. Hey, we love you guys. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.